everyone. Welcome to the VBCOA podcast, a Building Coke Eats podcast. My name is Christina Jackson, VBCOA Education Chair and your host. Today joining me is Mr. Scott Steen, Permits Inspections Administrator for the City of Virginia Beach. He also has the title of Chief Building Official. Hello, Scott. How are you? All right. How are you? Good. So thank you for being on our podcast today. I would like to just start off with saying, tell me a little bit about yourself. Uh, my name's Scott Steen. I work for the City of Virginia Beach as the building official and the Permits and Inspections Administrator. I've been in the construction business for about 30 years now, and I've been in the code enforcement for 19 years. Um, I've been with Virginia Beach for 17, and I was with the City of Norfolk for a couple of years before that. Oh, okay. Well, um, how did you get into building code enforcement or become the building official? Um... That's kind of a long story. I had a friend of mine who worked for the city of Norfolk in the garage and happened to see on the jobs listing on the bulletin board one day that there was a property maintenance inspector position available. Oh, wow. So I applied for it and I did not get it. At that time, I was. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> at that time, I was in uh, construction and. Um, I'd switched over from construction to doing private home inspections. That was during the building boom and the housing bubble, the beginning of the bubble. So uh, home inspections weren't really getting done. Okay. Uh, people were waiving them because of the They the wanted market. to hurry up and close. That's right. Hurry up and get it done. Right. Um, so business got really slow and I needed a steady paycheck, had kids on the way. Mm. And so I applied for the city. Of course, like I said, didn't get it. So he gave me uh, another heads up about another job for a plan reviewer um, for the city of Norfolk as well. A few weeks later, I applied, got the job, and so, 19 years later, here I am. Right. So who, who, who hired you? Who gave you the job? Uh, Leon Yoder was oh, my supervisor yeah, okay. at the time. Leon okay. was great. Yes, yes, he was. So, Still is great. Yes, yes, yes. So that leads into our next question. What role has mentors played in you being a building official or being in code enforcement? Uh, mentors have played a very big role. Um, Leon Yoder, like I said, was a pretty big influence when I was with the city of Norfolk. Um, he actually is the one who suggested I apply for the job at the city of Virginia Beach. He said the building official and assistant building official, um, Sherry Hayner and Chuck Sutton, were were great people, would be good to work for, it would be a good opportunity for me. So I applied along with someone else from my office at the city of Norfolk. Um, we both applied. He did not, Jim did not uh, show up for his interview. Mm. I showed up for my interview and... Got the job. Got the job. Okay. And so how did they mentor you once you got in that position at Virginia Beach? Um, Sherry and Chuck were, I mean, they were great. They they gave me any opportunity I wanted to take. They gave it to me. They offered me opportunities, and I never said no. So what opportunities did they offer? Um, training classes, projects within the city, new permitting software, um, you know, just different projects like that. Um, so what's a memorable project that you worked on in Virginia Beach? The new permitting software, well, it's not new anymore. We've had it for 12 years now. <laughs> um, so we were using a mainframe system when I got with the city of Virginia Beach. And shortly thereafter, they started looking at different um, upgrade, you know, upgraded software packages. And I was on the subject, the team of subject matter experts to make the selection. We made our selection and 
So was there a hard transition to the software? Like, did you have problems with like customers becoming acquainted with the new software and staff and then created frustration amongst everyone? All of the above. We went from a homebrewed mainframe system to a customized out of the can, you know, out of the box uh, software system, which also allowed us to do permits online as well. So um, it was a big increase in capability but had a lot of frustration with it. Right. So how did you deal with those frustrations? Um, unfortunately, <laughs> without no computers went out the window, even though it was threatened almost every day. Um, <laughs> we actually did have some uh, more tenured inspectors retire when mm-hmm. we went to the new system. Um, we got rid of our own, our old uh, IVR system, phone scheduling inspections. Everything is done online now. Um, I mean, unfortunately, you just have to tackle it head on and make the best of what you got and figure out, you implement it and then figure out how to improve it. All right. So with that, when people walked out the door, as you said, um, how did that hurt you all as far as trying to find good replacements for, you know, all that knowledge that walked out when they left because they were frustrated with the system? The times were a little bit easier back then. Like I said, that was... 11, 12 years ago. So it was a little easier to hire people. The The hiring recruitment process and just time, you know, it just wasn't like it is now post-COVID. Okay. All right. Yeah, it was a little easier. So what role has professional organizations like VBCOA played in your career? Um, VBCOA has been beneficial as far as the training opportunities. Um, networking, talking to other inspectors, plane reviewers, building officials, and so forth um, from different localities. I mean, we're a large city. We have a large staff. Um, We have 50-plus employees, and when you talk to, when you go to a a conference or a training academy and you talk to someone who has one or two inspectors and that's it, you kind of see the other side of the coin, how it is to where, you know, they do combination inspections. We don't do combination inspections. Um, It's just nice to be able to see how the rest of the state operates. That's great. That's great. Um, so what, how do you feel technology may evolve uh, building code officials in localities in Virginia at large? Um, I mean, technology is ever evolving. Being able to utilize, you know, mobile devices, iPads, um, you know, cell phones. We actually, with COVID, we did some video inspections through, you know, FaceTime, Zoom, you name it. We mm-hmm. we tried all the platforms. Um, we didn't have to do too many, but I mean that that technology is 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 making a difference. Um, software packages are getting better. They're getting more affordable. Um, online capability is definitely getting. I mean, that's where it's at now. Submitting plans, reviewing plans, issuing permits, a hundred percent online. Um, and we're there now, but trying to make it better. So as a building official, how do you um, feel that this job attracts and maintains and keeps its uh, pool of candidates to you know, either come into the field or stay in the field of code enforcement? So unfortunately, with, with the shortage of trade workers, I mean, this is, a, this is not a recent you know, scenario. This is an ongoing thing. This is a 20, 30, 40 year problem that we're just now starting to realizing and starting to 
it's starting to come to a head. So when you don't have trade workers for the last 20, 30, 40 years, you get to the point where you don't have people who are looking to go into code enforcement. Mm -hmm. You don't have enough qualified people. Yes. Um, that's a problem uh, as far as addressing it, hopefully talking to tech schools, some of the programs that are going on with VBCOA, um, like I said, the Votex, the trying to get some of the younger people to realize that eh, college might, if it's not for you, there's there's always opportunities in the trades and eventually get some experience in the trades, you can move into the code enforcement world. So how was your career ladder? How, how explain to the people how your career ladder came. You know, you started in Norfolk, now you're in Virginia Beach, and then you were a plans examiner. How did your career ladder get you all the way to building official? So I started out of high school in construction. I mean, sweeping floors, picking up trash, mm -hmm. um, you know, learned the trade. I was in the uh, drywall, metal stud, acoustic sealing trade. Um, started, like I said, very bottom, worked my way up to be a master mechanic. Uh, decided I need a little better opportunities. That's when I went to doing home inspections because that was when home inspections were booming. And then the housing bubble kind of burst. Yeah. And like I said, um, decided I needed a steady paycheck. So mm -hmm. I went to the city of Norfolk as a um, permit specialist. That was kind of like a residential plan reviewer at the time, working mm -hmm. the, the permit counter. And what did that entail? Did you have to get certifications for that? Yes. Um, had to get your residential, at the time there wasn't a residential plans examiner, so you had to get your residential building inspector certification. Um, I was at Norfolk for two years as a residential plans examiner, moved over to City of Virginia Beach as a residential plans examiner, um, went from a plans examiner one to a plans examiner two, um, moved into plans examiner supervisor, and then into the building official role. That's great. So, so we just get to show the different avenues that people can take. You know, you get into the field, once you get into it and you realize that I love it, the stability of it is, is great. It can lead into a longevity career. And you know, 19 years later, here you are the chief building official for Virginia Beach. Here I am. Yes, yes. <laughs> well, thank you, Scott, for answering all my questions. I appreciate your time. No problem. Thank, thank you. you so much. Thank you and for again, me. this is Christina Jackson, the VBCO Education Chair, and this is a Building Code Geeks podcast. <laughs>